So I'm sure that you've noticed that we're living through a really overwhelming social reawakening thanks to Black Lives Matter and companies are desperately trying to scramble to course correct. But the question is, what's really to all of it? Welcome to This Life Reconsidered, the channel dedicated to teachable moments, and I'm Janina. I think it's really important to say that this topic and this video is not designed to solve and unpack every PR issue because I don't think that there is enough time in the universe for that. That said, I do think that in broad strokes, we can talk about kind of what's currently happening and maybe kind of try to potentially unpack what the journey may look like on this really, really significant issue and where, what companies are really gonna have to deal with. So join me as I try to figure this out and I look forward to getting your thoughts in the comments. The first effort that I want to unpack that companies are starting to embark on is either completely ramping up their DNI efforts or starting DNI efforts. That is diversity and inclusion for those of you who may not know that. So you're seeing that every time you look up, there's a new company announcing some type of new grandiose initiative. Now, I'm not going to even bother to unpack the companies that are just starting that. You know, the point is right now that we're seeing that there's an uptick on this because people are realizing that they're getting called to the carpet for their diversity efforts. And it is, you know, on a baseline, it is an important and really, really vital function. So we don't want to dismiss that. But with that said, we also want to really, really think about with all of this starting up, are they really doing it in name or are they backing it up? Are they really, really supporting it? Because it's not enough to just kind of introduce a function, you actually have to support it. And those efforts actually need to be funded and you need to have talented experts that know what they're doing to really guide this company through a a journey, especially when they don't have any infrastructure or very little infrastructure. You can't build that up from the ground up, especially if a company doesn't have a culture of diversity. That said, while it's well-intentioned and I respect it and it's very, very necessary, it's one of those things that's going to be really hard to feel like it's really meaningful until you can see what those efforts are doing to transform a company and really make sure that they're not just saying, hey, we're all about diversity, but that we're really committed to the initiative. This is one thing that's made me a little feel, feel a little mixed. And when you think about it, in this day and age, we shouldn't necessarily need to be building these things. These should already much be in place. But that's one of those things that we're gonna have to kind of follow a bit. The next step and move that you're seeing it, it is, companies take this journey to, to increase and, and uh, highlight their diversity efforts, you're seeing lots of donations. Money is flying. You're seeing checks to this organization, checks to that organization, 
and it's all nice and well and good. But there's a couple of things that are really interesting with money, right? If these companies can find the money now, where was that money when you needed the resources in-house? Feels like a little bit of a miss. Could that money have been put towards recruitment or launching internal efforts? We don't know. I can, as a marketing communications person, I can theorize, but this is not to kind of drill into companies' practices. It's just to figure out what donations are really saying in this case. Yes, they're giving money to a cause, but then they give that money and then what happens? Is it just really a check to say that they supported a cause once? Are they gonna support it again? Do we see any partnerships with those same causes? Are they trying to create a, a culture of awareness within their organization and to really align themselves with organizations that they think are related to diversity and that they believe in? This one I really struggle with because donations almost feel completely meaningless unless there's something back it, backing it and unless it's really tied to something that the company is doing to enrich its, its culture and its brand image. The, as brand image is, and donations happen all the time and that could be like meaningless unless you tie that to something else. So this is one that while is meaningful in the moment, feels like in a year, are we gonna wonder, are they gonna support that cause again? So again, this is one of those things that needs to be tied to something else or it needs to be one of many other things so it feels like it's rooted in something. The next initiative that companies are embarking on that I want to unpack on is one that I'm really struggling with and it's hiring pledges. And this is why. Hiring pledges are not new. A company commits to hiring more women or commits to increasing diversity and things and we've heard this happen every so often every couple of years i know the tech and creative and marketing industries regularly do this com coming from more creative and marketing and communication spaces and knowing that th that was a very regular activity because those represent th the representation there has always been very very kind of eh. so that said since these things are not necessarily new, I think where the, the, the interesting challenge is gonna be here is that you're gonna to have to go a few years to see if the recruiting is really leading to actual retention. Because any company can commit to saying that, you know what, we're going to make sure that we hire and bring in much more diverse talent. But in doing that, interestingly, you're also not accounting for the fact that those people need to stay. So if there's something wrong inside the culture, then are you, you know, what are we doing to retain that talent and make sure that they're not leaving? And then do the numbers that you're, that you're presenting, do they reflect the numbers of people that you've brought in and have decided to stay because they believe in what your company is doing? So with this one, I think that this is especially meaningful, but this one's especially sensitive because it can look like it's just a checkbox 
and it also leads to the issue of whether or not these companies really want to retain that talent. And I think that, so this is hiring, but then it's also retention because once you bring those people in the door, you need to keep them to make sure that they know that you're investing and committed to that talent. And the reality is, is that there's so much amazing, diverse talent across ethnicities, across gender, sexualities, whatever. So there's, there's, this already exists and this isn't new. So now it's a matter of figuring out if they can stick, to, you know, put their money where their mouth is and then also pay them and invest and commit to them and make sure that they are staying with the company, you know, because the reality is, is that once an employee has, feels like that they're in an environment that's not going to work for them or does, is, is really all talk but no action, there's the door and they'll find another company that is really all about and committed to investing in their success and wanting to cultivate them. And then that's when you're really getting your, your money's worth because those are people that want to stay and advocate and commit to your organization. So I think that the, the hiring thing is just kind of a two-pronged issue. It's hiring, but it's also retention. And so this is one of those challenges that I hope doesn't become a PR nightmare too, because if you have people leaving because they don't like the culture, then that also says something too. So this is one that I'm gonna be really curious to continue to watch and to scrutinize because it's gonna be years and years before you could really see what the payoff is, especially for those industries where people, where diversity is especially underrepresented. So just a thought there. This next one's a little tricky because it's like the previous one in the sense that it is going to require time to see what the output of it is. And I'm specifically talking about the number of companies that are committing to work with, with a various of diverse audiences. I've heard of many companies suddenly shifting their, their practices and wanting to ensure that they're working with you know, X number of black owned businesses or X percentage of women owned businesses. And, and, and you, you're seeing a lot more of that in this wake of companies realizing that they not only need to expand uh, the, the, the markets and the audiences that they reach, but also the kind of products that they're selling that are made by these diverse audiences. And that is really, really important because you need a broad as a broad marketplace as possible and and i think that this one is what's interesting about this one is that you're going to find that a lot of businesses and a lot of companies are um you know have a lot of hiccups uh, hiccups and, and hurdles to getting into their system and is it going to be challenging for companies to to work with these bigger conglomerates to partner with them we don't know. So yes, they can make the commitment and the pledge, but if you're not having any of these small businesses and partners get through the, the ivory gates, then you know we you haven't really haven't really even leveled the playing field and you haven't really made it any made it any easier for for those for those thriving businesses to want to access and partner with you. So this is one of those things that it's gonna take a lot of effort for companies to you know 
lower their guards and make sure that they're providing access so that way these companies can prove themselves and demonstrate what they can bring to the table and how it is that they have something to offer and, and also that they can have a very, very fruit, fruitful relationship. And that's one of those things that, again, is going to take a lot more time to examine and figure out if companies can really deliver and also see if those numbers change. Like, are those partnerships increased? And when you look at those annual reports, have you seen those numbers evolve? These are one of those things that are going to have to continue to be revisited. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that one unfolds. This next one is interesting, and that's all the revamped marketing that you're seeing. I know if you're probably watching you know, your shows or, or the news, you'll see a slew of ads from companies that you know, express these heartfelt sentiments to their commitment to, to diversity and supporting their customers and, and their audiences. And yes, the spots always look really great and look really all warm and fuzzy and they're the quickest way to just kind of put a band-aid on the situation but what's interesting about that is that you watch those spots and a lot of times they're not really talking about what it is that they're really doing or it, it's just it's just empty broad words and, and statements that they're that they're making but there's no there's no substance and it's not and i think what's really what's what's really sensitive about this one is that they also have to to balance the line there because they can't go ahead and start just you know exploiting everything that's happening internally right like the whole goal is to communicate that they are just trying to do that they are um offering whatever this is or whatever product service that you're watching but the thing with those advertisements is that they really can feel like a lot of air if a company, when you look them up online or you go to their social channels and they have almost no acknowledgement or they have nothing but a little graphic on diversity and that's their way of addressing diversity. And, and that's a really, 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 really ugly situation because then it just really means that they're doing it all in name and not really tr trying to put really any meaning or, or, or really money where their mouth is, you know, to use that expression. But that's one of those things that is almost meaningless unless it's really backed up with genuine, genuine efforts that are tied to multiple things. Now, I have attempted to unpack a whole lot of stuff. And like I said, I wasn't trying to solve for every PR issue and I, I I didn't want to to put this I didn't want to bundle all this into a nice perfect little bow because I don't think that that's really possible but as as a person that is really really passionate for understanding the world around me as you know that's what this channel is all about I also and as a person that is in uh, the marketing and communication space it is also really fascinating for me to kind of follow how companies respond to those kind of things and what their and what their actual public response is because this is the kind of stuff that I do and it tells you a lot about a company and how they choose to respond. I know personally I like to support and follow companies that I believe in and in an ideal world 
you know, I would, every single company I support would do everything that I love. And of course, that's not always going to be possible, but this is going to be one of those issues in which people are going to be much more inclined to align and, and support companies that they really believe in and that they respect what they're doing. Now, I, as I started processing all of this, I tried to kind of unpack probably what maybe my tiny, 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 minuscule little nuggets of advice would be for companies as they start walking this path and try to uh, undertake, you know, embark on the journey of demonstrating their big, their commitment on probably one of the biggest uh, social initiatives, uh, social issues that they should really be committing to. Um, they need to buckle on, buckle in, because it is going to be a very, very long road. It is not about a press release and about announcing something and dusting off their hands. That's not going to cut it. Instead, they are going to have to prepare for regular public updating, you know, walking, walking the, the path and continue to re-hit the message because this is one of those things that people are actually starting to look for and are going to continue to check on. And, and as this continues to remain a conversation in the world that we're living in, it's going to be really, really mission critical for companies to make sure that they're almost over communicating and just so they don't have to keep defending their actions because that can get really exhausting. So for a while, they're going to have to over communicate until they can really prove that they've done what they've needed to do. They may or may not, but they may, they may or may not be able to prove that. But in order to do that, you're going to have to keep communicating, even if they're working on it. Being honest about what you're able to do is also going to really mean a whole lot. The other one that I would say is that, you know what, they're really just going to have to put their money where their mouth is. And that is going to be a really, really important one. Can't just have one hire and a couple of programs. That will mean absolutely nothing. And that'll be just the way things were. Instead, you're going to have to provide support and, and resources because you, because you can't just launch something and leave it. You're going to have to actually fund it and watch it grow because the reality is, is that these kind of things don't magic, don't happen magically. They happen when you put a lot of nurturing and, and, and cultivation, just like you invest in, you know, a, 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 a talent or a hire because you want them to kind of bring some, some, something and then you can reap the benefits because your clients trust you. Or your or your or this person is delivering on what you hire them to do it's the same kind of principle but it is gonna have to be on a, on a much bigger scale so that one is gonna be a really interesting one and and then the last one I would say is that be prepared to deliver on promises because we are living in the era of cancel culture and so the second that you're not delivering, people are getting called to the carpet much more regularly than I've ever seen. And I'm sure as many other people have ever seen. This is definitely a new, new day. I'm optimistic that this is kind of 
the week of reawakening that we are really, really overdue. And I cannot wait to see how it is companies respond. Are they really going to just start to, you know, ignore and dust it off and, and they're just kind of riding the wave? Or are they really going to kind of deliver on all of these wonderful things that we're hearing that they're promising? I don't know. Those are just some of my thoughts. I, I, I don't know if you have gathered any other insights and, and what your feeling is on the social transformation. Do you have any, any observations that you want to share? Should I do another, another video to kind of unpack some of that? I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on, on exploring this subject because I think this is going to be one of those things that we can continue to extract a lot of lessons and insights and I would love to continue to unpack that. So let me know, leave that in the, in the comment section and, and I'll be back on the next one.